May this person be soothed and live with ease. May this person, in this moment and every moment, choose to allow love, accept love, and understand that they are loved. Hello, and welcome to the final episode of Stories of Astonishing Light for 2021. I'm your hostess, KJ Nazrul, and I'm spending time with you on my own for what I call a tiny astonishment. That means that there are no interviews, no guests, and it's just me and my reflections, stories of encounters I've had that I feel might be interesting or helpful especially in the survey of this remarkable time. I'm hoping to check in with you about a couple things today on loving kindness, especially during this charged and tender holiday season, maybe a little boundary setting. We'll talk a little bit about language and self-care and the passing of poet, writer, advocate, cultural critic, bell hooks. Plus, I might tease a little bit about upcoming happenings that I'm really excited to share with you for the next year. Before we dive in, I would love to take a moment to thank a listener for the kind review that they left for the show in our Soul Spotlight listener review. Today, the spotlight is on a review from the listener called Bex Hall. Hey, Bex. The title of the review is KJ Uses Her Gifts to make the world a more positive place, and it reads like this. Every interview, she makes a deep connection with her guests. I love her balance between speaking and listening. She asks the questions I would ask and want answers to. I always feel inspired and informed after each podcast. I'm fortunate to have met her through the 100-Day Project. Tune in. You'll be glad you did. Thank you. Thank you, Bex. That is so kind of you. And yes, we became quite embroiled, didn't we, in the 100-Day Project. And in the four years that I did the 100-Day Project, it was probably my favorite year because of the intensity and depth. So thank you for your words and for taking the time to share your thoughts about the podcast. I highlight listener reviews on these solo shows, these tiny astonishments, because it's this little conversation corner that really thrives when there's messages from listeners like you and today's reviewer, Bex. And reviews are how we continue to spread the word and bring attention to conversations and causes that are important to us. Causes like emotional and mental health, trauma recovery, artistry, creativity, community, and family wellness. To show my gratitude, I randomly select a review to read aloud on the podcast, plus I select another reviewer to whom I offer a free one-on-one private call with me, and I call those hello calls, and that means that we can have a 25-ish minute conversation. Sometimes it runs over because we get into it, and it would be just you and me in which we can talk about any topics of your choosing. I value and am quite humbled by any feedback you have for me and the wonderfully generous guests who share their stories with us. Your thoughts and suggestions keep this show going and flowing which is something we really hope to do for a long time to come. Today, I wish I could say we'll have some form of organized structure, and I think there might be a little, 
but it's mostly me riffing on thoughts that might be called an end-of-year retrospective. Maybe it's a best-of compilation. I don't know. I'm just very aware of this thread of light that is weaving its way through words I'd like to share, the poetry I've stumbled upon or have been gifted, and I think I'm just going to follow that. Starting with the Persian poet Hafez, whose words inspired the title and the integrity of this podcast. And they are, I wish I could show you when you are lonely or in darkness, the astonishing light of your own being. Another quote. There is a light in the darkness. You just have to find it. Comes from Bell Hooks. Bell Hooks, of course, the social and conscientious writer and scholar, poet, author. We lost her recently. And as I've tried to recover language around what the impact is for me, we'll move through other thoughts that I had that I might share with you about closing this year, this utterly surreal year. As I said, I was thinking of maybe doing an end of year sort of review, best of. I can say that I identified two clear, most downloaded and most cited episodes I've done this year are the interviews with my friend, the holistic nutritionist Lauren Bryson, in which we spoke about the microbiome, sexy, sexy microbiome, gut, brain health, and then the episode in which the world-renowned somatic psychologist Ariel Schwartz and I talked about favorite ice cream flavors. And Dr. Schwartz urged us to honor the messages our bodies have communicated with us that we've either chosen to ignore or we didn't understand how to interpret. And in our brief interview, Dr. Schwartz shared some encouragement that pretty much changed up my whole world, which was take the risk to put yourself out there because somebody, someone will be impacted. I thought maybe I'd speak about the lessons that emerged from the last creativity and compassion workshop that just passed this following this weekend, actually just yesterday at the time of recording. Those of us who were there to try and figure out how to hold compassion and kindness for others during this really difficult year and how really can we find compassion and kindness and grace for others in this year, but also find that that space to heal our own wounds and acknowledge the grief that we have chronically held within ourselves, that we also need reminders of our own deservedness for loving kindness. On the thought of loving kindness, I do offer a compassion meditation in closing today as gifted by the compassion activist Fresh Lev White, whom I've had the honor of learning from in my somatic trauma therapy certification training this year. Another layered topic that arose this week, and in a timely fashion as we're preparing for family and holiday gatherings, that would be boundaries. Boundaries? Well, my friend Noor and I, we co-facilitated the Creativity and Compassion workshop yesterday. We both agree that speaking about boundaries alone could probably give us a semester-long class. It literally is enough material 
to unpack for about a semester, if not longer, maybe years. But we discovered that boundaries, as tender as they are, have many definitions and can hold a lot of weight, whether it's from saying no to overextending ourselves or sacrifice ourselves in order to make others comfortable. It also could mean saying yes to more restorative, self-compassionate practices such as rest, nutritious meals, communing with nature, taking deep breaths, going to bed early. Well, what else? I definitely wanted to let you know that my fellow podcaster Suzanne and I are putting together cohort for creatives interested in starting their own podcast. Maybe they haven't started one. Maybe they've been thinking about starting one. Maybe you're one of us multi-hyphenate dreamers out there who, like me, as a child, wondered what it would be like to host a variety show or perhaps become a broadcast journalist or something in between. We're looking for six or seven folks to be in our founders group. We really believe that everyone has the capacity for creativity, and we're pretty eager to help you discover your own voice in this incredible community of storytellers and changemakers. We believe you have a place among us. So we're lining up expert speakers, and we know that we'll be able to provide lots of individualized attention and support for your podcasting journey. If you're interested or if this makes your ears perk up, DM us on Instagram or Facebook if you'd like to know more. We're hoping to hold our first class in January, which is not that far away. But like I said, the way that I opened up this main lesson of today's tiny astonishment, I think I really want to just hold the space for bell hooks. My writing cohort, I wanted to give a shout out to Lisa D., opened up dialogue around the grief of losing such an anchor who provided language that we didn't even realize we needed. So we were trying to find language ourselves in how to, I don't know, define what we were feeling. So I found myself with my fellow writers a few days ago just pouring words onto paper. They were tumbling, bumbling, possibly nonsensical most likely nonsensical, and I figured I might share that with you. Bell Hooks has died, and I was hooked on Bell. Hinged onto her, she has hinged me. What do I hinge on now? What blueprint reveals itself to me after I paused long enough to release the breath that I've been holding? She shaped for us a new language. She, an advocate for intersectional feminism, this movement against an interweaving, integrated system of oppression. She who defined love as an action, participatory emotion. Well, I will continue to participate in a search for the astonishing light within threads, within our stories, within those in our community, those moving towards freedom, moving in what bell hooks called an outrageous pursuit of hope helping us identify so to rise above oppression there is light in the darkness says bell hooks you just have to find it so that is what i hinge on for now is changing so quickly we can forget to feel our feet on the ground and the rhythm of our breath 
and the sensations in our bodies. It's okay if you would like to put your hands on top of your heart or your belly and go back to your breath to notice the sounds you hear, other points of attraction, perhaps words on a page, and let them assist you in anchoring in this moment. This moment is present for you now. What would be kind for you in this moment? You are also beyond your imagination vital in this world. Please be gentle with you. I ask you to notice your toes in this moment. Now your fingers. Release your shoulders with your next exhale. Think about someone or a group of someones who might be causing some disruption for you. Not a great amount of pain, but a mild challenge or annoyance. You can close your eyes for a moment and listen or settle on a place to focus. Notice the sensations in your hands. Notice your toes. And if it's comfortable for you, notice your breathing or the sounds in your space. I'll say these phrases, and you may take what works for you and simply let go of the rest. So imagine this person or group of persons that have caused a slight disruption, unsettling, or challenge to you. We might say to ourselves in this moment, Just like me, this person knows suffering. Just like me, this person has known sadness, loneliness, and despair. Just like me, this person has felt deep shame. Just like me. Just like me, this person experiences fear. Just like me, this person wants to be loved. Just like me, this person believes they are doing the best that they can. I invite you to shift your consideration to what we may have in common in this human experience. And we may offer some compassion. May this person find peace and freedom from suffering. May this person be soothed and live with ease. May this person, in this moment and every moment, choose to allow love, accept love, and understand that they are loved, even if it's just by this breath and in exhaling. Letting it go. Letting them go. Let's come back to ourselves for whatever ways that we may be experiencing this comfort or discomfort. Again, notice your breath. 
Notice the sounds in your space. Notice any sensations in your body. Notice your fingers. Notice your toes. Notice the pulse at the pulse points. At this time, we may also say to ourselves in offering compassion, may I be happy. Happy as in able to accept what is this moment. May I be happy and free from suffering. Another way to phrase this, may I be free from inner and outer harm. May I be love. May I accept love. And may I know I loved. And today, we offer this compassion to each other. May we all be free from suffering. May we be lifted from inner and outer harm. May we be loved and express compassion and kindness to ourselves and each other. In this moment, in each moment, in every moment to come. Notice what you're feeling. Notice your breath. Notice your fingers. Notice your toes. See if you can be kind with whatever is. Thank you for listening to the Stories of Astonishing Light podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, you can support this podcast in a few different ways. First, you could post a screenshot of the podcast on your Instagram and Facebook stories or in your feeds and tag me at Bliss Begins Within or Musings on Other, and I can repost you. Another way to spread the love is to share this podcast with your friends and family, anyone whom you think might enjoy it as well. A third way to support this podcast is to subscribe, download, and leave a positive review on any of the platforms you listen to the show on. In this way, we can continue to grow our audience and reach more listeners. A quick and direct way to leave a review is by going to ratethispodcast.com forward slash astonishing stories. I am so grateful to spend this time with you exchanging such uplifting tales of resilience. We'll see you next time. Thank you.